1: Welcome to the PHNX Sun Devils podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings sportsbook app America's top rated sportsbook app download today and sign up using promo code PHNX get $200 in free bets if you bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game and they do it's a wonderful Wednesday and I'm joined with Brittany Boyer as always Brittany how are you feeling
0: I'm feeling great. You know, I spent a lot of time out at ASU today. First, we had ASU football practice. A lot of great sights and sounds out there. Then we had their press conference with Rob Rodriguez, and then after that, I got to take in a lot of ASU women's hoops. Breon January, er, yeah, Breon January was out there today. Uh, she is absolutely amazing, and uh, she was a coach of ASU for a while. Now plays for the Connecticut Sun. They're retiring her number twenty jersey on that November twelfth game. So. A lot going on. A lot to talk about. But we're going to keep it pretty focused on ASU football today.
1: Yeah. Uh, sellout officially. I was informed yeah. by the PHNX underscore Sun Devils Twitter. That's um, what that was up. So go ahead and follow it if you're not already. 7.30 p.m. kickoff. A little later than normal. But it's okay. I'm not mad at all. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be a fun game.
0: I'm excited. I think no matter what, when it's a sellout, it brings an entirely different energy to the crowd, um, especially when it's a close and competitive game. I love it. I absolutely love those kind of games, even when it's not necessarily the result that you want. Just feeling that kind of energy and electricity inside of someplace is something that is so rare that you don't really get to do very often. So for everyone listening, I challenge you, when you're in there, if you're at the game this weekend, to just take in all the sights and sounds and just soak in it for like 30 (laughs) seconds and just acknowledge how awesome that moment is. Yeah, for
1: for sure. Uh, One thing that I want to note I saw on Twitter today, uh, Case Hatch. Mm -hmm. I know he wasn't at practice today, but he's, uh, Mm -hmm. he's one of the finalists for the Bullsworth award, which if you guys don't know, it's an award for um, a, a walk-on at their respective collegiate programs that, uh, excelled to a higher standard than what walk-ons normally do. Um, and he just kind of embodies that, uh, really grit, uh, Gridiron kind of guy, uh, breaking of face masks and all. Um, yeah. so that's exciting. I, I saw that today, but tell me a little bit about what you saw at practice, um, for ASU football when you were out there, Britt.
0: Well, that actually was one of my other notes was that he was nominated for that trophy, but also Darian Butler was announced as a semifinalist for the Butt Kiss Award, which I hate that name because it sounds so weird. It sounds like you're saying <laughs> Butt Kiss, like literally, like I'm gonna kiss this butt, but anyways, um, yeah, he was he's a semifinalist for that, so that's absolutely huge. But it was a really significant practice today. So first and foremost, out there was an NFL scout, which uh was with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, you know, I was talking to Mark Brand, the um uh, SID of sorts. I guess he's kind of like the head SID, but he really does a lot with football. Um, and you know, it's at, at this point in the season, you're starting to see fewer and fewer scouts getting out to practices. So this is something that's really significant. To see. Um, also, we wanted to note uh, former ASU quarterback and league devil, Brock Osweiler, was out at practice <laughs> today taking some stuff in. And so, if you're around my age, you probably got to see Brock Osweiler play as a student. He was uh, playing through his junior year with vontes Burfict Perfect uh, when I was a freshman. Mm-hmm. So, it's always cool. It's really weird to think that was 10 years ago, but also yes. really cool to see him back, you know, taking in the practice, getting to see what they're doing. And just kind of being involved. I think having your face um, visible and having a presence says a lot, especially 10 years out when you've had however many coaching changes since then, and you're still around and you're still on campus. So that yeah. was definitely big.
1: Love me some Brock Osweiler to ASU fans. You remember him as Brock Osweiler, of the Sun Devils to an NFL fan. You remember him as, him as an overpaid quarterback, um, but wishing the best for him. That, that's a, that's a fun environment uh, to be around. Um, and I, uh, I saw that video, that you got um, today. I saw a couple of videos, but the one of coach Rodriguez um, today was pretty fantastic.
0: So a lot, a lot to say about coach Rodriguez. So um, I guess we can start with him and then we're going to loop back around to him. Cause he was the coordinator that they gave us today at the press conference too. Mm-hmm. Um, but first and foremost, I think one of the most significant sights and sounds that I had was You first walk in, they're just finishing their warm up. Chase Lucas brings everybody in, tells everybody, hey, man, especially the guys who are from like L.A., you know how big of a game this is this week. Basically telling them, don't take this practice for granted. Make the most out of it. Really, really work hard and make sure you're making the most out of your time. And as soon as they broke and started to run off into their own position groups, Coach Rodriguez comes <laughs> running past me and says, we're going to push him in the fucking mouth. Like the most energetic way you could ever possibly say it. And I mean, he got me going. He yeah. got, he got me excited. He had his players worked up. And I also wanted to touch on the fact that he, he brought this different kind of energy today to practice that I feel like uh, is different than the other coaches, especially because he was almost just, as blunt as you could be with them. And I mean, I know other coaches are blunt, but in a motivating way, like he was telling them like, like, come on, fucking hit the thing. Like, don't be yeah. soft. Don't be soft. If you go that, if you go that way, I'm going to pull you out and I'm going to find somebody else to play for you. Um, and I mean, I, I know that that's typical things to say, but the way he broke it down and the way he was able to talk and connect with the boys, the way that the message was received, the whole, it, it was, it's almost something you have to be there to experience, to to really see how they are able to connect. Um, So I absolutely thought that that was huge. Um, Another sight and sound that I wanted to touch on, that I think you'll actually be really happy about as well, uh, ball security. They actually put a really big emphasis on ball security Hmm. and a little bit of practice that we got to see. And they were making a lot of the guys work on, you know, catching the ball and then running with uh, guys with lacrosse sticks uh, that are all padded up, like (laughs) stabbing at them trying to pop the ball out um in two different places same thing uh with running the ball so you know I I thought that was really good to finally see a bit of an emphasis on that um I'm sure that they focus on it when practice is closed but to see that they're doing it 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 also makes another statement because you know they know they know I mean there's no way they don't know and that's something that um Rob Rodriguez also touched on in the press conference, which we'll get to later. But I did yeah. want to bring up that I thought it was really great to see them working on ball security uh, for sure. i
1: I just like, and for for ASU fans, this is encouraging. There's something different going on at practice. There's new energy um that's being fed that the players are feeding off of um they're they're switching some things up. And it makes you wonder if this was needed earlier in the season. Maybe this was what was missing. The practices weren't as intense, so it was harder for them to get up to play hard at these games, which, I mean, is it, something that's embarrassing, quite frankly. But it, it's good that it's it's happening. Um, and and you can see it, in, it there, tangibly. You can see that something is changing at practice. Can you um, can, can you update the people on who was practicing today and who wasn't there? And uh, just a yes, update overall.
0: But before I do that, I do want to touch on something that you said um, in terms of practicing hard. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny because Juan Roque and I had a really long conversation yesterday, like 40 minutes. And it started with why these boys are still practicing in shorts. You know, everyone mm-hmm. loves to talk about that ninety-six team. They were out of shorts um, after Tana zona and they were in full pads, full everything, full pants. Um, interesting. He and a lot of his teammates are driven absolutely insane by the fact that they're still practicing in shorts, which is something I saw today, send him a video as soon as I saw it. And I just said shorts with two red exclamation Mm -hmm. points. Um, so that's something to also note, like they're practicing hard, but, um, I still feel like that element could be risen a little bit. Yeah. Um, the energy's there. I I know that they want to take things lightly, especially at this point in the season, you don't want to push them too hard, but, um, Feel like sometimes that intensity might be a little bit lacking, and hopefully this week they'll bring that intensity before that USD game, so they're not stunned. On I
1: I just I love the idea of um, of shorts being the issue. What if that was the problem with this ASU team? That right, it's because they were wearing shorts. This team was plagued by by not wearing pants throughout the season. That would be a storyline for the ages. Um, But yeah, why don't you go ahead and uh, update the people on injury statuses and such.
0: So, Case Hatch was not out at practice today. You know, Rodriguez said it in the press conference later. Um, They're a banged-up football team. They're trying to make sure everyone is healthy, makes it to the end of the season. So, he was not out there. Case Hatch
1: isn't always injured.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Also, not out there, though, was Jack Jones, uh, Johnny Wilson. Curtis Hodges was out there but not practicing. He was actually uh, talking a little bit to the NFL scout that was there, um, but he was not – really he wasn't dressed out Mm -hmm. um did see that Rashad White was out there he was looking to be feeling great feeling good um joking around during warm-ups and not joking around so much as uh you know getting into the vibe with his teammates and getting getting ready for a good practice you know that that little bit of a back and forth that you have to get yourself in the groove I know you know what I'm talking about Shane um also back out there, Evan Fields, so that was big. And Tyler Johnson, because we saw him go down in the game last that's weekend. so it encouraging. Out, really was concerned about what was going on with him. He already had, had some shoulder issues in the past. You could tell it was somewhere in this upper body region, and it wasn't a neck. So I was assuming it was somewhere, shoulder, rib, chest, something like that. Yeah. So to see him back out there at practice again today was huge.
1: Yeah, that's that That, that would have been a huge loss for this ASU team because he, he's one of the guys that – that not only it obviously is an excellent pass rusher and stars in the role, but he also brings energy and, and can really fire up the defense in one play. Um, so that would have been a huge loss for his ASU team. It's really encouraging to see him um, out at practice today. So soon when I, it looked like it was going to be a injury that kept him out at least a week. Um, yeah, so that, That's huge.
0: Yeah, it really is. And you know, the, the energy out there this week is good. I mean, I know that we talked about it after the the game against Utah. They felt like they were having good practices. They felt like they were building on it. And that's something um, that Rodriguez felt like, you know, he couldn't ask for more from the guys. Really, he felt like it was a good practice. But the energy and the intensity and the focus, there just seems – and it's something that I, I can't put my finger on, but there is a shift – and it's, it's not like the same energy. It's not the same vibe. They know. It almost seems as if they know and it's finally occurred to them. And they're in that sense of like, okay, we got to go. We got to go now. Yeah.
1: Well, just like the practices have high intensity. When I'm watching an NFL game that I bet on, there's a lot of intensity going around it. You can feel it in the room when there's money on the line. And if you want to feel that same energy, head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook app and download it. Sign up using that promo code PHNX. You can get $200 in free bets if you bet $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and they do. It's just that easy. It's safe. It's secure. It's reliable. And most of all, it's really damn fun. Um, I've had I've had more fun betting on uh, Korean baseball than I have had watching some ASU games this year. Um, so if you want to have that fun, go ahead and download that app. Use that promo code PHNX when you sign up. Get your $200 in free bets if you bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And they do. It's 21-plus Arizona-only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Britt, I know you were out at football today and also basketball. And mm. I know you've been doing some volleyball stuff. Is that for the GoPHNX story uh story? It is. writing?
0: It is. It is. So I – I'm not, okay, I, I pride myself on my writing, but I'm the first to admit I cannot spell. And mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable posting stuff until stuff's been proofread by at least one person. <laughs> so was waiting on that to get proofread. It is done. And as soon as this podcast is done, I'll be publishing that on GoPHNX. It is a great story on the volleyball team. Really head over there, check it out give it a read and make sure you check out uh, the Sun Devils when they are on the court this weekend. You know, they have a big game on the road against Washington on Friday before they take on Washington state on Sunday. So, you know, again, like I said, it's going to be huge. Sonya, uh Tomasovich played there for Washington. She's like I said on yesterday's show, one of only two players to ever be inducted or one of only two volleyball players, I should say to ever be inducted into the Huskies hall of fame. So this is going to be a significant game for her, especially, and and for the team too. So, um, again, looking forward to getting that story up for you. Head over to gophnx.com, become a member today, and read the story. Check it out. And if you like it, give it a share. Shane, do we have any other specials when they sign up?
1: Oh, yeah, 50 cents still for your first month. If you want to commit and you don't have commitment issues, uh, you get your first year That's for just, us. just under $60. And you also get a free T-shirt when you do that. Uh, become part of the family. Get away from all the BS on social media by joining our Discord lounge. Chat with us, um, and yeah, it's a it's a good time. It's a good time to be a, a Phoenix sports fan. It's even more fun when you're with PH and X. Let's talk a little bit about the press conference you alluded to earlier in the show. Rob Rodriguez was the one that the, what you guys were able to talk to. What were some things he touched on? I know you said it a little bit earlier, but if you just want to break down what you heard today.
0: Well, first and foremost, I have to say, I felt like of all of the assistant coaches of Herm Edwards, I mean, the players obviously are going to be transparent when they talk to you um, just because of their nature. But I felt like Rob Rodriguez was the most transparent out of any coach that we've had so far. Um, You know, he talked about how, what they did was not good enough. He felt like they were preparing good, but clearly it was not enough. Um, And he wasn't like telling them like, Oh, it's okay guys. You tried like, no, he said, he comes in there, he kicks the door in, he's yelling at them, Like, he's firing them up the best that he can. And, um, you know, he said he's been riding them even more so this week leading up to USC. Um, he, he mentioned this is a great opportunity and a great reminder, especially with coming off this Washington State game. You cannot judge someone based off of their record. Looking at their film, this is another set of really experienced guys who have the potential to make this a nightmare for Arizona State if they don't do their job, which was why he was so adamant about coming out quick, being fast off the line, getting up there, coming up, being aggressive. Um, you know, they, they do not want to get knocked on their heels early, especially not like they did in 2019. That game was an absolute disaster. And honestly, Arizona State would have had opportunity to come back and win that game had they not yeah. given up 21 points unanswered in the first quarter. Um, but touching on what uh, Coach Rodriguez said, you know, they've been breaking down the film and, you know, they've been looking at things. And they're just trying to figure out the best ways to exploit the USC's weaknesses the same way USC is trying to exploit their weaknesses. And so, um, you know, he he's just trying to say yeah, he's just trying to keep things going and keep things in line. He, in my opinion, has talked the most about discipline, too. I mean, everyone else is talking like, oh, yeah, Herm came up with his here's our chart of who had penalties and fouls on what. Um you know, Rob Likens has talked about, Oh, you can't come back when you already give somebody however many yards. I just feel like there's no bullshit with Rodriguez. Like he's straight to the point and just like everything's got to get better to me. He is the disciplinarian that this team has been lacking. And I think they've needed more of his voice in the locker room and on the field when they're practicing. Um, because that to me is a little bit of what they've also been lacking this year. Um, I think Herm is someone who might just be a little bit too NFL at this point. Um, NFL is great, but when you're in the NFL, you're already expected to be a grown ass man and act like an adult. And you don't have to get players up.
1: You don't have to get them to up play for every game. And they're they're not, they're not, they're not college students. I mean, that's the biggest thing. They're
0: expected to already be at a certain level. And Uh these guys are in college and and they still need to be coached up to that level and mentally prepared and, and brought there. And, there are certain things that you have to work on and really discipline and practice, and you cannot let them get away with it. I feel like when people say someone's a player's coach, a lot of times it kind of means that the coach is soft. It lets them get away with things. You know, they're not, they're not a disciplinarian. Um, ASU clearly still needs someone who's a disciplinarian. And I think, that, I think that Rodriguez brings that disciplinarian factor, despite the fact that he has NFL experience. Also, I'm going to just call this right now, Rob Rodriguez, next ASU head coach. Wow. Okay.
1: Bold, very bold. bold I got to
0: say, I was out there today. He ran past me, hollering, getting everybody fired up, right? Goes into the press conference, sits down, well-spoken, well-versed, pretty transparent about where everything's at. Um, You know, you look at the energy he brings, the experience. Um, Mm -hmm. I think we all know there's going to be some sort of change that happens within this ASU coaching staff at the end of the year. I don't think that he's going to be one to go. He was brought on really towards the end of uh, all of the recruiting stuff. He was never somebody who was super into that. I don't think he has anything to do with that. I don't think his name's going to be mentioned. What I do think is I think that he's going to be somebody who ends up by somehow escaping unscathed, and they're going to need a head coach. He's familiar with ASU. He knows the players. Um, I think he has experience in the NFL that her, or not her, I'm sorry, that Ray Anderson is looking for. I just felt it in my gut. He has right. that, that leadership quality too, that you want in a coach, but he also has the discipline. He has the experience. He has those NFL connections. It just hit me when I was standing there. I'm like, yeah. dude, I guarantee you in about a little over four weeks, I bet you this dude's going to be named head
1: coach. He's also a great filmmaker. He directed Spy Kids. I'm just, that's a different Robert Rodriguez. Um, but yeah, there is a guy named Rob Rodriguez that uh that uh directed Spy Kids. If anybody was wondering, I mean, it's not this coach, but if it would be cool if it was, that'd be a really fun head coach to have. That's right? A great movie, isn't that a great movie? I really like the 3D one uh, when they're in the video game. Oh, I only remember that. small parts of that movie. Oh my god, I gotta watch that. It's again. been really so long, so long, and I have the memory of a goldfish.
0: I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs>
1: it's, um, it's
0: all swarmed with all this ASU stuff from today. I took in <laughs> so much stuff, man. Like between Charlie Turner Thorne, January, uh, I got to talk to Tate Hansen today, uh, Mm -hmm. Jade Lavelle, um, there were so many people, Rob Rodriguez, um, Mm -hmm. my brain is just swimming just with stuff from today alone, I can't even think of Spy Kids, all I remember is there's a song and if you play it backwards, that's the message.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I have never heard about that one. I always think of the thumb people when I think of Spy Kids. Um, oh, yeah, too. Well, if you guys want to hear more from um, ASU basketball women's and men's practices, um, we'll be doing an audio-only version tomorrow talking about that specifically, and we'll also be back on Friday for our pregame coverage of ASU football, and they're about against USC and this big Drake London-less USC Keaton Slovis-led team. That, you know, um, frankly, it seems like the uh, DraftKings and a lot of the other books have given up on because ASU was an eight-and-a-half-point favorite on DraftKings Sportsbook right now, which I um, I don't know. I, I just don't want to be let down again. I don't want to say I'm confident in it yet. but
0: Well, what I can say is Rodriguez made an emphasis to say that uh, his guys definitely – he said he wasn't looking at everybody else so he can't talk about some of the other players. But he can 100% say with, for the defensive line – that his guys never quit during that game. And he had read that article that struck a chord with some of the players in terms yep. of uh, if they had given up on the team in that game against Washington State. He at least said for his guys 100% that was not true. His guys never gave up. He said yep. he wasn't necessarily – things didn't work out and he wasn't really happy with what was happening, but they didn't give up.
1: For sure. Well, anything else to add before we get out of here, Britt?
0: Oh, uh, wow. Uh One day. <laughs> What a day. Uh, I can tell you, there's a lot of really good stuff on the horizon for Arizona State sports. Um, If you're a Sun Devil fan, just keep talking about our podcast to your fans or to your friends, um, because we love to have the fans included with this. The more we can talk to you guys, the more we feed off of it. Um, So yeah, just spread the word. A lot of really good things coming up. We're going to be covering all of it for you, and we cannot wait to get you guys more involved in the conversation. So leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you follow us and subscribe on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can follow me and Shane personally on Twitter. Shane's at Shane Deef, and I am at underscore – or at B underscore – what is mine? No, at at 7.
1: 7 I don't
0: even know my own Twitter name.
1: Uh, yeah, then follow our Twitter page at phnx underscore sun devils. And yeah, as she said. I don't at myself you. ever. Leave a review on this uh, podcast and keep spreading the word. This is the place to be for Sun Devils fans, baby. We'll be back tomorrow with an audio on the episode. We'll be back at 5 p.m. on Friday live in studio to talk ASU football. And we will see you then. Peace.